Hi guys, Hans Eva coming to you here with Knight Rider Online's podcast number 12. It has been a while since we've seen each other, or heard from each other, pardon me, and a lot has happened in the Knight Rider community. The main thing that's happened is we have lost Knight Rider 2008 to cancellation, uh, a series that seemed in a way doomed from the beginning from a lack of advertising or bad advertising, weak promotion, and generally just weak audience response. Um, so unfortunately for us right now, there's nothing new in the Knight Rider world coming up. However, on the horizon, we do possibly have a movie to look forward to. I don't know when. I don't have any official news on that. There's little mumblings here and there that certain people like Len Larson are really trying to fast track things in order to get things back going with the movie and really push things forward so that uh, as a community, we do have that to look forward to, but again, no official word. Now, there are things that we could hear something from Glenn Larson at Nikon, uh, Netride Festival 2, any of those places that he could come on, uh, give a little message to the fans and say, hey, look, everything's not dead. We're trying to move forward. We're trying to gain some momentum. Um, as far as there being a studio attached to the project, nothing. Right now, it's kind of in limbo, but we're hoping to, you know, hear some news, and all we can do is really just keep on doing what we've done for the past 20 years and just hope for the next Knight Rider project to come up and hope that it's in the same vein as the original series and really just enjoy the original series that came out on DVD in an entire box set not too long ago. Uh, I don't know if I ever did an official DVD review of the Collector's Edition Knight Rider box set that came out that had the electronics built into the actual box. Now this box basically has a button down bottom that you can push the Knight Rider theme plays, goes swishy swishy across the front of course, and it, it it's really a great box set. They fixed some of the problems that were on previous season's releases and it really is, uh, you know, not a bad way to spend $100 if you're really looking for a Knight Rider fix. I would suggest you buy that box set if you can rather than buy season one that just came out on DVD of the new Knight Rider because honestly the DVD release Neil did an official review on KnightRiderOnline.com it's not up to par it's very lackluster it's exactly what the series was basically a lot of promise a lot of hype but no delivery um, no follow-through all the episodes are on there in their original format original music's included nothing's changed but again the extras, the gag reel, it's really nothing great. You can go, uh, if you have another means to view the gag reel, I would suggest doing it that way. I wouldn't spend your money on that box set if you have an alternate way of seeing the gag reel, which is pretty much, in my opinion, the only thing that was worthwhile. Although, the Knight Rider 2000, uh, pardon me, the Knight Rider movie that aired in February of last year is on that box set also and you know I mean if you wanted to pick that up you could but otherwise the box set very lackluster now something that's not lackluster I have an interview for everyone here last podcast we had an interview with Paul Casey the gentleman who really had uh, a hand in engineering uh, the Night Rider Festival that was held in March in Las Vegas and Night Rider Festival 2 again as a reminder is uh, gonna happen next year in Las Vegas same time same place pretty much um, and of course there's information on that on Night Rider online and there's links to the actual physical pages for the Night Rider Festival but beyond that after uh, the last podcast I was able to talk to Craig Martin now Craig Martin is someone who has really 
taken the idea of Kit, taken it from where Michael Sheff originally designed Kit for the series, and brought it into a whole different century or a whole different design uh, design pattern, if you will. He has the car that's known across our community as Decepticar. Going doors, 42-inch plasma in the back, really, really rad design. So I want you to take a listen to this interview, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, get some feedback from everyone after we hear it. So, All right, so we're talking with Craig Martin, uh, the creator of Decepticar, which is obviously truly one-of-a-kind car. We saw a lot of it out at the Night Rider Festival in Las Vegas. Pictures are floating around the internet on all the sites, the foundation, the registries, Night Rider Online. Take me there in a few words, Craig, from concept to completion. Well, we started the project of um, a Night Rider car back in 2006, and then uh, last year, 2008, I uh, came up with the concept of doing the Decepticar um, project based on the Night Rider, uh, the new Night Rider series, uh, watching a car transform into an actual robot which is kind of cool and i've always been you know half uh, a transformer lover and a night rider uh, fan so i figured on combining the two uh concepts of a transformer which is uh, the autobots and decepticons with car and since both evil uh, uh names of car and, and decepticons are the evil versions of the retrospect of these shows I figured, hey, the septic car sounds cool, and uh, got the logo made up, and, uh, and that's where we uh, we are today. Now, that's awesome. I mean, obviously, we, we Night Rider is special to everyone on our boards. That's the whole reason for Night Rider Online and a bunch of the other sites. But your replica in itself is just so it stands alone as being so different and so customized. And you know, I make my I've made my own replica arm in the in the midst basically, and I know how big of a commitment it is. How long have you spent on yours personally now? Wow. Um, again, when I first uh, had my first uh, run-in with my replica, uh, just a regular Night Rider car, um, it was about a year and a half before we had it uh, debuted. And then um, in the off-season of October of 2008, uh, I found out that um, there was this big uh, Night Rider festival happening in Las Vegas in March. And uh, one of my friends who's a part of my group, uh, GTA Knights, uh, Joe, he owns a fiberglass uh, shop. So we started talking about what we can do to uh, make a, a debut, so to speak, for Vegas. And uh, we just went nuts. We did so many customized stuff that no one's really thought of or done before. And right. we just kept doing it. Like, we spent hours and hours of sitting down and, and, and writing out things and ideas and thoughts and just these, you know, so many crazy things. A lot of them we couldn't even get done because of the timeline because Vegas was coming up so fast. We didn't get to do a lot of things, which hopefully maybe for Night Rider Festival 2, maybe <laughs> I'll debut some more uh, crazy ideas. So, like, all the pictures that we've all seen, we can see some of the blatant things such as, um, you know, the Lambo doors and... Uh, if you want to call them Lambo, Gullwing, however you want to call them, uh, and the you know the huge plasma screen or LED screen in the trunk, um, of all the things that are in there, what do you find the most interesting? Like, what do you love the most about it? 
I think um, it's a it's a toss up, it's a tie between the actual uh, stereo system that I have in the car and um, the TV. I mean, I've been to a lot of shows prior to uh, being a Night Rider model replica for uh, car stereo shows. I've traveled as far as to Daytona Beach and various places far in between. And one of the biggest things I, I used to hate about being at a car show is sitting at, sitting at the car and nothing to do and just, you know, twiddling my thumbs for the whole day. Right. So I guess one of the concepts I thought, what can I do to entertain myself if I go to a car show? So with the big uh, 42-inch TV in the trunk, <laughs> I, can never be bo- I can never be bored. I can play Night Rider stuff all day long or watch movies or just play songs and uh, just sit back and just chill at the back of the car. Right, plus it gives you a different, uh, a different perspective on being able to watch TV wherever you go. Exactly, which right. a lot of people, I don't think it's ever been done before in a Night Rider replica. <laughs> no, I would say it's the first time I've seen it. I mean, every, I mean, most replicas have, you know, the four-inch, two, the two four-inch screens and the one ten-inch screen in it. Uh, that's, that's too small for me. Yeah, I need four, something bigger. I'm sorry. 42-inch, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a little bit above and beyond. Well, I kind of, it's funny how we measured the back end. So what's the biggest you can put in here? We, we did the measurements like, well, 42. And to be honest with you, the, the TV itself only weighs 50 pounds. It's not like a really heavy TV, so it's even better. And I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was going to be able to pull it off, to tell you the truth. But Joe and I, we worked hard. We, he's, he's put in over like 700 hours between October and March on my car, helping me uh, build, uh, design, think of, create, trial and error, Pass, fail. I mean, we went through. We're, right. There were points where we were going to strangle each other because we we're so frustrated with things weren't working. Um, we we were thinking of the concept of changing all the lights, make it make it look like a spaceship where all the lights on the outside are halogen uh, bulbs, 55 watt bulbs to match like the scanner wise. So yeah. in the front bumper, I have uh, 60 um, H3 halogen bulbs, and in, in the back rear lights, I've got eight uh, H4 halogen bulbs. And this is like. It took a long time to do relays, wiring. I've learned a lot about I, I basically became one with my car, right. <laughs> so to speak, which is kind of funny. But it, it takes a lot of uh, commitment and time to learn to do. And Joe's been patient with me, helping me, teaching me. And I've learned on my own how to do a lot of stuff, which I never thought could be done. And there's so much more stuff that I want to do. So, right. And yeah, I think it's, it, it's a plateau. Right. And I think it's, it's, um, it's an interesting point you bring up because I mean, there's there's a couple obviously well-known names in the replica market right now with Knight Rider stuff, and I, you know I don't know how much Joe has done, but I know he's relatively new to the scene, and it's also great for him to be like you know able to be able to showcase his talents on that car as well. Well, I um, guess that's yeah, that's, that's very true, and 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 what the greatest thing for Joe uh, to his credit, he uh, modified and made a, a brand new dash just for this show. Um, I don't know if you got uh, if people have seen the pictures or have, when they've seen the car. The dash uh, is unique because it, it covers the sides, uh, wraps around the whole uh, console of the, of the dash itself. It just doesn't just stop. It goes straight down on both sides. It covers underneath. And for that to be Joe's first one of a kind, and then now all of a sudden I have to figure out what I'm going to do with this dash because it's been signed by so many <laughs> – uh, great celebrities that are a part of Night Rider, the past and the present. I don't know what I'm going to do with this dash, and it's it's just a one of a kind. It's not a, it's a mold where you can make another one. This is like a, a specially customized first one of the one and the only. Right. So now I have to 
I have to decide what I'm going to do now. If I'm going to keep it in there for the rest of the season, do I pull it out? Do I have to make a new one? So it's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's very happy. Uh, I'm very happy with his products. He um, makes a lot of good fiberglass parts. He makes the bumper and the hood caps as well as basically anything, overhead console, lower console, dash. So I was very lucky to have someone in, in Canada that can represent us Canadians to make these parts. I mean, no, nothing against the guys in the States. I mean, no. there's, there's a lot of great uh, vendors out there that make a lot of awesome, awesome products. But when you're in Canada and something goes wrong or something gets scratched or something gets broken, it's easier to deal with someone who's closer to you than have to ship something out and wait and have to get tracking numbers and when you're expecting your product. And, right. and, the, credit, and the credit to the electronics department, the, the uh, Brennan Electronics, all my stuff is from Brennan, and he's always made um, awesome-looking uh, electronics, and I'm very proud to have his scanner, his uh, electronics like that, which really highlight, on top of the fiberglass products, his electronics really uh, light up the whole theme of Night Rider for me, personally. Uh, oh, absolutely, and I think... That's one of the things that's it's nice about your car. It's because it's a uh, you know it's a it's not an exact replica. And a lot of people I know they go for that you know exact look. It's a little the nose is too long. All these other things. And what's nice about you is you've put so much personality into it. And you know beyond the customization, but even like you know with uh, Joe and it's Joe Kid, right? Is that what? He's yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, Joe Kid. I mean, even with that, going to him, using Brennan and. You know, you've you've meld so much together and put so much of yourself into it that it just makes it so much more special. Yeah, it's like more like a personal personalized uh, touch to it, kind of. Thing. Right, and that's what Night Rider is supposed to be. It's supposed to be that little personal experience. It's supposed to be a special a special experience with the car. You know what I mean? Regardless, and, and everyone's replicas are great. It's just nice to have that different taste every once in a while and different well, thing, something to look at. I was blown away. Um, first of all, going to Las Vegas, I've never been there in my entire life. So it was a first for me, even being in Las Vegas. Um, I was blown away when I brought my car upstairs in the parking lot of the uh, the hotel, and I'm seeing all these replicas. This is like the first time. I mean, I belong to a group, GTA Nights, and we have like six, seven cars, but there was like 20, 25, 30 replicas all parked side by side, and I was kind of like a little kid again looking at all these different cars and all, from all these different states, and, and every, every one of them is a little bit different than the right. other one you just saw. And, and, and I'm so amazed. And then when people saw my car, it's kind of funny because, you know, being on the various forums out there in the world, um, you get to talk to people who never meet them before. So when they see the car, they already know who I am without even me knowing who they oh, are. Absolutely. And it's so cool. It's like, hey, you're, this is the guy with the Lambo doors. I'm like, okay, who are you? I'm like, oh, okay, pleasure to meet you. Fine. I'm like, wow. But I think. The, the, the greatest, other than the celebrities, the one person that I really wanted to meet more than anybody else was Mike from Oklahoma because he um, raises the bar when it comes to doing videos, pictures um, with, his, with his replica. And he's got a passion that I, I thought I was the only one who had a huge passion. Like, this guy right. is just like equal to me or even better because when we, when we finally met for the first time, like, you could feel the vibe between the two. I was like, well, we have to get together and do this. One day, like our our cars together in Oklahoma or wherever it's going to be, I, I would I would drive to Oklahoma to see this guy. He right. uh, and that's well, not I'm a short drive for you. I mean, that's no, <laughs> and, I've, and I've actually driven to Oklahoma before before my pre Night Rider days when I used to have just fail competitions. But um, he raises the bar. I, I look at his videos online, and it's just it blows me away the passion he has, and it's like 
I've never felt that other than myself, like to that level. So yeah, it was really, he was the one I really, really, truly wanted to see more than, other than, of course, other than celebrities, he was the, the one owner I really wanted to meet and talk to because we've, we've talked various times before we met in Las Vegas and we've basically said, no, I'm thinking about this and one thing about this and we, we are on the same wavelength. Like, we talked about putting plexi in the, in the, in the nose of our cars. Like, he did it. He showed pictures of it. Meanwhile, I had it done, but right. I never debuted it to anybody. So I was like, this guy is like on the same craziness as I am. And, and of course, as you know, we both end up winning awards at the show, which was like fantastic. Right. I was going to say that's so fitting that, I mean, you, you both, and I mean, I've seen the picture obviously, and we'll post some links to the pictures so everyone else can know what we're referring to here. But like, you know, it, it's so nice that you guys were able to walk away with those awards, you know? It was it was it was an honor for me. I was actually humbled, and just just being there was an experience. That for those who didn't go, um, and you have that passion for for the love of Night Rider, I'm telling you, I have. I, it took me it's, even to this day. After a month, I'm still buzzing. I'm, I'm. I. It was an honor to meet the celebrities. It's an, it's an honor to meet the car owners. It was an honor to see the replicas, and I was never really a huge Mustang fanatic once they decide to right. use the Mustang. But I'm telling you, you see the, the attack kit and the in the regular Mustang live in person, it kind of uh, changes your tune a little bit. I was actually impressed by the way it was designed and, and looking and I'm like, wow. But everybody there, everybody associated with uh, Paul Casey, uh, the staff, the, the celebrities, the people, the crowds, everything was magical for two days. It was it was like the best two days of my life considering it was a Night Rider festival, it was probably the best two days of my life. That's awesome. And I mean, exactly what you're saying, that's completely right, because if you go back and even now look on the boards, um, uh, Talworm23, and he's uh, one of the guys who's working on his own custom uh, Night 3000. Yes. I'm sure you've seen pictures out there. Oh, yeah, but I have. S- somehow or another, he's gotten those pictures that relate to the build of the attack mode, and seeing what they put into it, and, and seeing all the different things, it's so neat. And, I mean, it just goes to show, you know, I really hope we do get that second season of the show. Just because, I mean, there's so much more that's gone into the car that we didn't know about. Because, probably like you were saying, we weren't big fans of the whole Mustang situation at first. And it kind of got you to almost want to ignore it at first. Yeah, but, uh, it's true. Yeah, seeing those up-close shots and seeing, you know, seeing it in person, obviously, for every, anyone who got to the festival, is, it, it just it changed your mind completely. Well, I think what they should have done, you know, me personally, I, I think they should have brought the car version because, you know, I love car more than kid, as, as people already well know. And it would have been nice to have seen the, uh, the, uh, the the Mustang with the yellow scanner light in there or even Transform. I probably would have blown away. Like, but I think one of the best things about car for me is, is the uh, not just the, the fact that it's a bad, the bad guy, but it's the, the voice, Peter Cullen. I've, right. Uh, you know, again, Transformers, love Transformers, Peter Cullen, uh, Car, you know, the first season, uh, and, the, and, the, and the new one, Peter Cullen. Um, if he was at the Night Rider Festival, I would have probably handcuffed him to my studio and make him say lines that I wanted to say, and I'd record it over and over, and I would play that in my car for the rest of my life. So, Peter I Cullen, mean- if you're... If you're calling, if you're listening, I'm going to find you one of these days. I'm going to get you to say some lines for my Decepticon, I guarantee you. Look, you never know what's going to happen next year now that we know for officially that there's going to be a, a second festival. I'm I excited mean, uh, for that. That, 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 that. that speaks volumes. Considering that the first one was so successful and so many people showed up, I mean, it's probably going to be a, a yearly thing from now until 
who knows? I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, it's well, awesome. At least until we can stop finding parts for the third gen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfo- luckily for us, that there are so many of them out there. The uh, supply seems limitless right now. You That's know? true. So, but you're definitely going next year. That means, right? I already told Paul, guaranteed, uh, the Septicar will be back in Vegas uh, next year, 2010. Happy. It's it's not something that's a question. It's something that's a must. I mean, like Paul said in the beginning, it's for those who have the cars. It's it's for the people like us who have the passion and the love for Night Rider. It was meant for us, the the, the fans. Right. And and as people have seen my car and the way it's been. You know, they make jokes about pimping my my Night Rider. Basically, um, <laughs> I loved Night Rider from day one, um, and I didn't care what it cost to uh, bring my car to Las Vegas. I said I'm going, and right. I've had problems along the way to Vegas, but it, it, the passion kept me going. I'm I'm going to make it to the show because this is truly an event that you cannot miss if you're a Night Rider lover, uh, fanatic, or or biggest passion. You cannot miss this show. This is just truly awesome and 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 one one note the celebrities were so humble and so nice to you like i've seen celebrities of different uh sports and, and entertainment these people that showed up were so nice and they take the time to talk to you um as i said they signed my dash and they give you the time and effort which is right. so cool like they're humbled about me having the passion here i am humbled that I'm meeting them, like, you guys are the ones that started this thing. And, like, well, you're the one that's continuing. And it's just back and forth being so humble. And it's like, wow, they're awesome people. All the celebrities that showed up, kudos. Like, kudos to them. And, and Justin, right, just... um, Justin was shocked with my car. I mean, he's never seen a pimped out Night Rider. And he was nice enough to take time to uh, sign my, my dash. And it was, that was, like, an honor for me, you know? Right. And if no one's seen the video of his reaction when he first sees. <laughs> The plasma sticking out of the trunk, it's just unbelievable, you know, yeah, the, the, uh, cool. and this is a guy who's, you know, who's in the uh, 2008 version with all these little tips and uh, little tricks and tidbits that, you know, pop up with the uh, the heads up display and all that. But there's no big screen TV in the new night room. That's exactly <laughs> so right. Why. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's good for him to get ideas for next season. You know, well, you know, hey, if, if they use a big plasma TV, they're, they're copying my idea. I want some percentage off that. I think maybe we they, can work that out. <laughs> maybe I, mean, I get my own attack kit or attack car that transforms in the garage. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, something close, something. I'm sure you'll be compensated somehow. Oh, for sure. So, um, if you were to ever do another car, what is there anything you would do differently from where it's at right now? Oh, for sure. I'm already uh, <sighs> contemplating whether I want to redo my car that I have right now or get another, uh, find another Trans Am. I've always been a fan of Super Pursuit Mode. Right. And um, one of the people I was looking for, well, two of the people I was looking for to talk to at the show was uh, George Barris and uh, Jay Orberg. And uh, George says, uh, don't build it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've noticed that um, nobody really has a fully functional SPM. Right. And I was been entertained the thought of trying my hand at building an actual uh, push-button uh, super pursuit mode car. Um, so that's something I'm still thinking of. I don't know if I want to do that next year or maybe two years from now. That's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, we're not going to promise that one for Night Rider Festival 2 just yet, no. right? No, but for Night Rider Festival, there's a couple of ideas um, 
I'm not going to say because I don't want people to copy my ideas. But for those who know me know what I'm planning. I'm trying to do for next year already. Right. So I'm going to, you know, see, every year I always add something different because you, you know you go to the same shows. After all, people sit in the car for the same time. They're like, okay, they get bored. You always have to keep right. them entertained and, and something different and something unique to keep them, you know, interested in your car. Well, just like what you were saying with uh, with Mike, you know, uh, from Oklahoma. You just—it's not that you're trying to one up each other, but you no. just want to—you just want to keep going to that next level, and you're playing off each other, and like which I is said, just one of the fantastic things about this hobby. His passion is is just wow. Like I, like I said, I I remember uh, watching his videos, and I'm like just shaking my head, like how in the hell did he do this? And yeah. I'm pretty sure, in retrospect, uh, when he looks at my stuff, he's probably thinking the same thing. It's like, and we laugh because when we both saw the cars, there's a lot of concepts that we thought of. At the same time, and it's like right. you, we think alike, and it's so cool. And it was an honor to meet him. It was really, really cool. And his guys from, from Oklahoma and uh, the, the other groups, I mean, just everybody from the celebrities to like, or like someone like Nick, Nick Nugent, who wrote the book. I didn't right, know right. who he was, never met the guy, didn't even know who he was. I see the book, didn't know who the author was, and I'm chatting with him. And him and I become really good friends. Um, one of the guys, Jay from uh, Las Vegas, who uh, was nice enough to ride with me in the, uh, the Vegas Strip Cruise. Um, we keep in touch, so we're starting to keep in touch with a lot of these people. Um, the, right. the Jennifer, uh, I think it was Jennifer who got married. One of the, there was a couple that got married with right. the kid cars. I'm Absolutely. talking to her, you know? Like, it's like we're keeping in touch, like one big family. It's like a Knight Rider family. Right, and, and it's so cool to be able to have that. I mean, who else has this kind of thing? You know what I mean? I mean? Well, I can honestly say, based on what happened a week after Las Vegas, when I came back to, to uh, Canada, um, I had another car show that I was coming up to go to, and we had uh, John Snyder, which um, some people might know is uh, Paul Casey's daughter's godfather. Right. So it was kind of weird because I didn't know that until Paul was telling me that, you know, John Snyder's his daughter's godfather. I'm like, well, I'm going to see John Snyder next week at a car right. show. So I'm talking to John Stan, like, wow, this is like Bo Duke from Dukes of Hazard and Jonathan Kent from Smallville. And he was nice enough to find my dash, and uh, they had a replica General Lee there. So that was my other dream car. So being 30, you know, 37 years of age, I finally got to sit in a, in a General Lee and, so cool. and have him in my night. I was like, imagine Bo Duke was Michael Knight. It was just kind of funny seeing him in my car. It's like, right, wow, right. you know. But, yeah, um, no, and I mean, I saw the pictures, like, you know, even him signing your dash. How many yeah. how many signatures are on that dash altogether? I can't even count. Uh, yeah. Wow, probably like 10, 12. I mean, I've, I've lost count. And there were so many celebrities I didn't even get a chance to see. Like Jack Gill, I wanted him. I, I missed, I didn't get a chance to see him. And Rebecca um, and Catherine, I missed all of them because they were on the other stage. And my car was parked at, I guess, stage two. And the other subs were at stage one, so I didn't get a chance to get them to come over, but I'm telling you, like I said, for those who didn't go, the time of your life, if you love Night Rider and to been there, the, the the VIP party, the the the, the performances, the, the Q and A's, everything. Just it was just so it was like it was like a uh, a fantasy come true, just being around right. those celebrities. So one last thing I'll ask you. Is there any sure. piece of advice you could give to anyone who's either just starting or possibly thinking about delving into making their own replica? If you want to and you have the passion to, just do it. Don't even hesitate. Don't uh, second-guess yourself. If you love the show, if you love the, the cars, if you want to have one for yourself, 
you make it the way you want to. Don't let anyone tell you how to make your own car. You do what you want to do because I obviously, I've done my extreme uh, replica <laughs> version. But when you have that passion, you go for it. It's something that's in you. It's part of your, it's in your heart. You just go for it and build it the way you want to. And you know what? In time, you will learn to uh, appreciate what you have. Like for me, I know uh, I get criticized a lot because I always allow people to sit in my car at car shows, right. which is something that people don't usually do. But I like to share that passion with those who don't have a car, who, who's always loved the show but never could get near a kit or near a car. I let them sit in my car because that is my passion being shared. I've seen parents telling their kids, like, this is a show that we used to watch. And I would let them sit in the car, take their cameras, take pictures of them in the car because it's, it's a moment that they'll never forget. Right. And that's what I like to give back to those who aren't as fortunate as I am. Build your car to the way you want to, and guaranteed you will you will appreciate it down the road. Uh, absolutely, and that I mean that's that's just it. Favorite episode? My favorite episode. How many? How many? Like the ultimate, or do I get like one or two? Uh, well, what's well, if, if you had here's your my, choice? Here's, Here's my top three. Hmm, I wonder what my top three episodes are of Nightmare. Um, the unveiling of Carr, which was Trust Doesn't Rush, which was season one. Right. Um, I have to say the new Knight Rider, I guess it's King Kings of Night's Pawn, I think it was, or Knight of King's Pawn, which was the rebirth of the Mustang Car. Right. And uh of course, the uh, second viewing of Car as a Trans Am when we came back, Kit versus Car. Um, those, for me, has always been my favorite episodes. Watching Car in action, I've watched that umpteen times. I can probably do the voiceovers backwards, backwards, <laughs> upside down. I love Car with a passion. So you like Car? Yes, is what I we're am. saying here. Yes, I love. <laughs> I'm in love with Car. Hey, that's not a bad thing. And, and, and seeing as of what you've done, uh, I think anyone can see your passion. And I, all I can do is, you know, thank you so much for taking some time to, you know, talk to us and give us a little insight on to what was behind uh, the inspiration for making that big beast of a bad boy that you have there that you take everywhere. And, you know, I, I can't I can't wait to see it in person. I know everyone else can't wait to see what you do in this uh, off season, we'll call it, even though I know you're going to many shows and still. But yeah. uh, we'll call it Night Rider off season as far as between the festivals. There you go. Well, like I said, you guys are awesome. I've I've been on your website not too long since after Vegas, and the people on on the website are awesome. They gave me a really great uh, welcome, and to all those online, you know, it's a pleasure meeting everybody, talking to everybody, chatting with everybody, and looking forward to uh, making new friends and uh, seeing you guys out there sometime. So that was our interview with Craig Martin. This is it for podcast number 12. We'll be coming back at you again soon. Uh, In the meantime, if you guys want to email me at podcast at nightrideronline.com, send me your suggestions and your tips, your praises, your gripes about the podcast so that we can make this a little bit better and more a part of the fan community. Hopefully we'll get to uh, do some really cool things moving forward. I don't have any... uh, hints about who we might bring you as an interview next, but what I will tell you is that I'd like to get into some reviews of classic episodes, and if you guys really want, we can do some reviews of the episodes from the 2008 series. So, for now, this is Hans Eva signing off. <laughs>